welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. The language of the Holy Spirit, somebody. Lift your right hand and speak the language of the Holy Spirit. You don't need to hear me with the carnal spirit. You want to hear me with the Spirit of the Lord. You want to hear God's voice in my voice. Tell God, God, instruct me in your word. Instruct me. Give me direction. Give me purpose in your word. In the name of Jesus. Sadima Kataba Lokoteas. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So the third thing you see about witness is that they live by what God has said. And not by what they see, feel, or hear. Witness live by what God has said. And not what they see, they feel, or they have heard. If you want to be a great achiever, you must be a winner. And I'm saying that winners, they live by God's word. And not what they see, they feel, or they have heard. Many of us are where we are because we were captured. We were influenced. We were frightened by the things we heard. People say, by the things we heard, our close associations say, by the things we heard on the news. By the things we felt in our bodies and in our soul. And by the things we, we have seen. So these things have the ability to craft another personality in you. That is contrary to what God has made you. So if you have to be a winner, you must learn the act. You must learn the discipline. And you must learn the character of living by God's word. What God has said. What God has declared. Concerning you. Concerning a matter. Concerning a circumstance. Concerning your destiny. You must learn the art of holding on to what God has said. First Samuel chapter 17 verse 8. We'll look at verse 8. We'll look at verse 10. We'll look at verse 11. We'll look at verse 23. Remember, winners live by God's word and not what they have seen or what they feel or what they have heard. So we are going to look at these verses and then I craft my message from it. So the Bible says that and he stood. So we are talking about Goliath here. We are, we are playing around David and Goliath. So this is Goliath. And he stood and cried out, cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, 
Why are you come out to set your battle in array? I'm, I'm not I a Philistine, and ye servants to Saul, choose you a man for you, and let him come down to me. Say, witness are not influenced by what they see and what they hear. Yeah. So this is Goliath standing before them. So they've seen him, they saw him, and they heard him. Are you following? Look at the verse 10. And the Philistines said, say, witness don't live by what people say. But they live by what God has said. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. So he was intimidating them for 40 days and 40 nights. Their case, their situation had persisted. For 40 days and 40 nights, Goliath would come and stand there and say, I defy the army of Israel. I defy the army. So I told you in the part one of the portrait of the winner is that the problem is not a problem. It's a challenge to what God has said concerning you. Verse 11. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Give me the GNT or the NLT. He said, when Saul and his men heard this, they were terrified. I'm coming. Verse 23. So, the army of Israel heard Goliath, saw Goliath, saw, also saw and heard Goliath and could do nothing about it because he, they were terrified. The words, the presence, the physique of Goliath can terrify you and sub out every potential out of you if you don't know the secret. That you don't live by what they have said or what you see or what you feel. But you live by the word of God. As he was talking with them, Goliath came forward and challenged the Israelites as he had done before. But this time the Bible said, and David heard him too. I'm stepping into this message. Before the real battle, there is always a major battle. Before the real battle, there is always a major battle. Before David will engage the stone and the sling, there was a battle going on and that battle was the battle of words. Say the battle of words. Say the battle of words. You know, if the word of God is God, and the word of God is Christ, it means the words of a man is his personality in force. Should I repeat that? Why is it that 
there's something we call broken heart. <laughs> no, you, 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 the, you, you, you didn't carry the man to the house to lock him and say, oh, I have the man. He gave you his word and you held on to the word. You see, his word is him. So the words going on, the words of Goliath was Goliath trying to win the battle even before the real battle. That is why you must never step out into any adventure without praying, without prophesying, without declaring, without commanding your day and your week. You must take the week, you must take the year, you must take the journey by your words and on your knees. So a battle was raging and that battle was not cutlass and knife or guns and stones. It was the battle of words. That is why social media is very powerful. One hashtag. Now they say the challenge of the crit. Let me not catch any of you doing it. If you break your ribs, who will pay you? It's just one person so if you see something, it can influence your action. I remember some election, uh, a presidential candidate took Calipo and just held it. And that was it. Everywhere you pass, Calipo. What you see can influence you. So be careful what you see and most especially... Be careful how you react to what you see. Because winners are not influenced by what they see or what they feel or what they have heard. Sometimes you are growing up in your family and the storyline in your family bloodline is not nice. You hear very wild things. You will be in a company and you hear that so so and so this and this person are doing this against you. You hear they are going to do this. They are going. If you don't take care, the worst of people can cripple your adventure. I, I was talking to someone to start a business in their area. And she was like, this area, have you seen that woman there? She has taken the area. Anybody that tries to do business here dies. Because of that, the woman said, I will never start a business here. The words of your Goliath can kill the potential in you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Goliath's words is what is abnormally obvious. The words of the situation. They say, you are barren. They say your, your, your tubes are blocked. They said you can never make it. And they gave you reasons and proofs. They said your proposal will never be accepted by the board because you don't have a brand name. Goliath words are very obvious, but they are not the truth. Goliath words are very obvious, but they are not the reality. 
Goliath was can eat up your strength. Because to you as a man, it is what is obvious. But there is a reality of your destiny that is only embedded, located, taking residence in the word of the Lord. It is in the word of the Lord that your glory is resident. The words of Goliath, no matter how loud, because Goliath will have a very deep voice. Am I going to get somebody to come? I mean, the voice of Goliath eh, resounds into the ribs of the people. And they were far away. The voice of the Lord, in contrast, is inside of you. And it is the most important word you must hold on to. Is the most important word. David could have responded to the words of Goliath. But David also had the word of the Lord with him. David also had the word of the Lord with him. David possessed the word of the Lord. May we not only possess cars. May we not only possess houses. May we not only possess shoes and and whatever. But may we be custodians and owners of the word of the Lord. May we be dealers of the word. May we know how to deal with life situations with the word of the Lord. May we know how to handle the word of the Lord. May we own the word of the Lord. What word have you held on that is transforming and unveiling the glory of God in your life? The today's Christian has nothing to do with the Bible. We have nothing to do with the Bible. And sometimes you see it in church. That is like the Bible is not a matter for us. Yes. Over a studies was made. Eh? Should I tell you to shock you? A studies was made that when you come to church, like the way Ben is sitting, he's not writing, he's not typing. I'm just using for an example. I can use for example any day, any time. If you get angry, no guy, I will use you. So the way he's sitting, the 21st century Christian. Over 85% of 21st century Christians are becoming like him. But this same Ben eh, will get admission to the law school and he will not sit like this and not write or type when the lecturer is teaching. Why? Because he needs that information to change him into an ordinary man to a lawyer. But the today's Christian, we don't know that it is this information in the Bible that will turn you into that great achiever. Yeah. It is the working of this word in you. Daily working. Daily working. Most of the cars you call brand new cars are accidented cars. Accident cars. Some of them are salvaged. But you give it to a mechanic. They are skillful. They work on it. And when you see it, you call it a brand new car. No matter how damaged your life is, throw yourself into the word of God. 
Throw yourself into the. He will make you. Daily, he will make you. Daily, he will be working on you. He will change the windscreen because it's cracked. He will change the tie because I. He will change the essence. He will change the socks. And one day, when he announces you to the world, they will say, Where from this man? Where from this David? I came to declare to you it is time to give attention to the word of the Lord in your life. Allow God to make you. Allow God to form you. We don't take morning devotion seriously again. We don't, we don't study the word. You have to learn how to study the word, not just read the word. And walk to your pastor and ask him questions. Walk to pastor and say, Pastor, I don't understand this subject. You were preaching, but I, I had some questions I want to ask you. Feel free and come and let's talk. Jesus will teach and the disciples will say they don't understand. And he will begin to break it down. Don't be in a church because you must be in a church. God gave you a pastor because he wants him to feed you. with the, It is the feeding of the word into your life that changes you. Yeah. Don't just be, I, I don't know how a Christian can win this life without the word of God. David stood in the battle because he had enough knowledge of his God and the word of God. You may not be able to stand in that battle. You may not be able to scale above that storm if the word in you is not adequate. Come on, get into the word. Get into the word. You can't just be going around rubbishing the words of people against your life. With what? Your words? It doesn't make sense. You rubbish negative words by what God has said about you. Because there is nobody's words that is superior to what God has said. There is no impact of a situation on your life that can undo the word of God spoken and wired into you. So the most important thing a man in Christ should possess is the word of the Lord. And it comes in many forms. Because I'm not teaching on the word of the Lord, so I won't go deep. But it comes in many forms. Three ways. Muck, meat, and bones. You cannot be 25 years and be drinking breast milk from your mother. How will you look like? Lucy, if you were drinking breast milk from when you were born till now, you will not be able to sit like this. You will not be able to even talk. You may, your brain will not be developed. Your bones will not be strong because that is not what you need. A lot of believers remain in weakling state because they refuse the strong word of God. They don't we, don't. we don't like messages like the way I preach. We want a message that will make you happy. A message that says you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. How many times don't you know? How many times don't you know that you, might, you cannot be poor? 
you have said it, and the more you say it, the more the hole in your pocket is widening. There is something that you got to know and hold on to and practically obey. Then you can enter into the manifestation of what God has said. Are you here with me? When God's words get into your heart, you can stand in the battle and come out very strong. What do you think was the motivation? Ah, next month is a month of motivation. What do you think was this motivation? What was inspiring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They had something the rest of the people did not have. What do you think was the motivation of Daniel not being afraid to land in the lion's den? He was holding on to the words of Yeshua, Hamashiach. What are you holding on to? Your new job? The favor you enjoy from your boss? Your wife? Your husband? Your marriage? Your illness? You got to get into the word, church. It's time to take the word of God seriously. COVID-19 is weakening the church gradually. But may the church be awoken because we have the potential to fight off the threat of COVID-19. It will take us throwing ourselves into the world. Look, if we had time, I would have shown you that your miracle is closer to you than you think if you engage the world. When some David was going against Goliath, he took four stones, five stones, five stones. Four were waste. He thought that it was going to take like a, a one week <laughs> or five hours <laughs> or five days or five years or 50 years. For some of you, you have in your mind, you have calculated when your miracle is likely to manifest. You see, you are in the flesh. But when you get into the spirit, God will show you that the audacity you will have to take that one stone, the first stone is what will bring Goliath down. So you, you, you have predicted uh, uh, 20 years, then I'll break through. God has it on his paper. Two weeks. I'll break this, my daughter, through. You've got to hold on to the word. You've got to delve deep into the word. Look, it, it is what you discover that works for you. Not what I discovered. What I discover works for me, so I will tell you. So what I'm telling you is to inspire you to also go into the word. And take the word. Until you have an encounter with the world concerning the various subjects in the world. There is no way a preacher, a bishop, an apostle, an archbishop can come and preach to me that tithing is a cake in the New Testament. I won't have time for you. I will tell you, please, with all apology, I don't listen to this message. 
Because your encounter with the word, the word is not paper. It's a person. You know it, you... If somebody tells you that uh, your pastor, let's say you've come to church, you've gone home, then somebody calls you and tells you that, oh, I was in Atlanta and your pastor was preaching in our church. Will you believe it? You not. Why? It's so real to you that it's a lie. When you see Goliath, Goliath is a language of lie. Goliath is a lie. Tell somebody Goliath is a lie. Tell somebody Goliath is a lie. Tell yourself Goliath is a lie. He cannot defy the army of Israel. No, God will not sit down for Goliath to defy his army. Goliath is a lie. Every Goliath, I will not go to the part four, the, the, the point four. It will take time. Every Goliath is a lie. When you see Goliath, it's a lie. Hmm. You have given too much attention to Goliath. Yes, you have. I came to speak to you. Get into the word. Seriously. It is when you eat the word that when I lay hands, it works. Yes. That is what. It is when you eat the word. Get to know the word about service to God. You'll be deadly committed to service. And nobody can talk you out. Nobody can talk you out. Nobody. What you don't know is the strength of the enemy in your life. Ignorance. And I pray that we will not be ignorant. May nobody deceive you that um, gayism is a human right affair. It's not. It's not. It's not human right. You have the right into the things you own. Yes or no? Yes or no? Yeah, you have the right to ECG because you pay tax. Did you determine your sex? When God was creating you, were you even alive? You were clay. After that, He breathed into you and said, Come. He made you woman. You can't have human right. you have the right to, to stay in Chicago, Lashibi. God has no problem. Okay? Is that, that one is your right. It gives you. But you, when, when God pushed out Adam from the garden, he didn't tell him to go somewhere. In fact, Abraham cried, told him, I'll go to a land house. So keep going. But when it comes to your sexuality, it is not a sexual reorientation. It's not a human right thing. Male and female created he them. Finish. If you are not, Charlie, go into the word and get to know your God because you will come at the point of temptation one day and Goliath to be standing there and you'll be speaking a lie. A lie. A lie. The only thing that David had that conquered Goliath was the word that was wired in him. The word. The word. The word. I remember this lady where she, she, she had been into many things including lesbianism and all that. And, and, and then she walked to me many years ago. He said, uh, Papa Prince, I can't stop it. 
I can't stop it. I want to stop, but I can't stop. I said, you will stop. You will stop. Go and study the book of Psalms and come back. She finished, she came. I said, go and study again. She finished, she came. I said, go and study again. Now switch to Revelation. Study it for one month and come. By the time she entered my hostel room and I said, stand at the door, lift your two hands. She started manifesting like a dog, like a cow. Woman, beautiful. Lucy, beautiful than you. She started moo, 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 and crying on the floor and manifested for over three hours. Vomited. After that, she was free. She's a specialist doctor in one of the teaching hospitals in Ghana now. Married with two. You, you, the word of God will tell you that Goliath is a lie. I don't know what you are going through, but Goliath is a lie. I said, I don't know what you are going through, but Goliath is a lie. I, all the days of my life, one thing I pray that I don't lose. I don't even pray that I don't lose my prayer fire. I pray that I don't lose my word fire. Because the more you study the word, you see that you'll be praying whilst you are studying the word. God will be opening things and you will close the Bible and you begin to pray. Because your light will begin to shine in the light of God's word. I pray in the name of Jesus, a generation is rising in this house and they are great achievers because the word of the Lord will have a full course in their lives. In their lives. What word of God are you holding on to? Hold fast to the word. I end with this example. In medical research and examination and analysis, there's a way tuberculosis is detected in a patient. We call it the Zilnelson staining technique, ZN. And in the staining technique, there are three different stains you use. You use the Zilnelson stain or carbon fusion. You use the acid, 20% sulfuric acid, and you use a counter stain called methylene blue. Now, this is what happens. The patient's sputum is put on the slide. It is air dried. You heat fix it. You heat, you heat it by using a flame. So the flame, when you use the word fix, it means it gets permanently stuck on the slide. No matter what you do, it will not wash off. So, after that, you add the carbon fusion, which is pink in color. When you put it on, you flame it. When you flame it, there are things in the cell wall of the macrobacterial tuberculosis, the TB. If TB is in the sputum, the cell wall, which contains what we call the mycolic acid, it opens up and then the carbofusion enters into it. When it enters into it, it gets stuck. I'm using the carbofusion as the word of the Lord. When it enters, it stains the, the, the uh, uh, um, bacteria pink. So, there may be other bacteria in your sputum. 
but because they don't have that ability to absorb the carbon fusion, they can never, ever be pink. If even they become pink, the next step will clear them. You add the 20% sulfuric acid. When you add it, all parasites that took the pink color, they will lose the pink color. But the TB will still be fixed with the pink color. What am I trying to tell you? When the word of the Lord makes you, it doesn't matter the calamity, the situation, the harsh conditions that will present with people, you will stand. You will stand. Then you see that, you see, you will move into the scripture that says that when men say that there is a casting down, I will say that there's a lifting up. I declare over your life. When others are sinking, you will soar. When others are failing, you will win. When others are stressed, you will prosper. When others are in pain, you will not also be in pain. But God's glory will be revealed in your life. I declare an appetite for the word of the Lord. Receive an appetite for the word of the Lord. Receive an appetite for the word of the Lord. Receive an appetite for the word of the Lord. The enemy will always come to us in lies. With lies. That, that, that situation is a lie. That is his ministry. He's a liar. He deceives. It's not true. That situation is not true. That news is not true. That verdict is not true. Whose reports are you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. They may have given you a sack letter. You are not sacked from destiny. You have been sacked from a location to be relocated by the power of the Holy Ghost. He said, the, the, Oh, Jesus, you can clap and give God praise. You are a wind as a believer. You move. You move. It's a lie. You are not finished. It's a lie. You, you cannot make it. It's a lie. It's a lie. You are for the bottom. It's a lie. The Bible says you will be above only and not beneath. I am not beneath. Tell yourself I am not beneath. Yeah. Get into the word. Take time and study the senior Bible. No? Take time and study the word. When you study the word, you can't fail. God's word cannot fail. It doesn't return unto God void. But it accomplishes that for which it was sent. It doesn't fail. There are many situations I have faced. And I got very depressed. But when I began to look through scriptures, something began to well in me and well in me and told me it is not true. It's a lie. I came to declare to you and speak into your spiritual sight that you begin to see that situation well. That situation is a lie. It's not the final verdict and it's not what God has ordained. I see God use you in your time and in your day 
and in your generation to change the narrative of your family in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive the mantle of great achievement. Rise up on your feet as we pray in the next three minutes. Lift your voice and pray and activate the spirit of mantle of great achievement. Activate the anointing of great achievement over your life, over the church, over your family, over your children. Activate, declare, declare, declare the spirit of great achievement. I receive it. I manifest it in the name of Jesus. I cannot fail. I hold on to the word. I pray for an appetite for the word. Somebody lift your voice and pray. I am what I am by the grace of God. I will manifest the word of the Lord. I will be the reflection of the word of the Lord concerning your life, concerning my life. Hey God, you have no place you have no crown you have no trophy to pick from my life Rakadema Kutaya I receive the mantle of great achievement. I receive the impartation of the grace of a great achiever. I am a portrait of a winner. I am a portrait of an achiever. I am an, a portrait of an overcomer. I am an, a portrait of a victor, of a victorious man. Darkness does not rule over me. Darkness does not rule in my family. The Lord has raised me in such a time as this. I decree and I declare by the anointing of favor, by the anointing of greater works, by the anointing of great achievement. By the strength of the Lord, I will achieve many things in my career, in my profession, in my business, in my spiritual life. I will break chains. I will lift up the banner of Christ. I will lead many to the Lord. I will help the helpless and give hope to the hopeless. I am a vessel of blessing. I am a channel of blessing. Somebody lift your voice and pray. You have three minutes more. Make some prayer. We cannot fail as individuals. We cannot fail as a church. Your business, the Lord will use it as a statement in the name of Jesus. May your profession see the rain of favor. May your profession begin to shine. You will rise in the academic ladder. You will rise in your professional ladder you will make progress you will make progress from officer to a director and decree and declare you are moving from a tenant to a landlord and decree and declare what your father could not do what your mother could not do receive the wisdom if i were you i will ask for the wisdom of a great achiever lift your voice and pray in two minutes ask them for the wisdom the spirit of wisdom of a great achiever you will not waste resources you will not waste resources. You will not waste resources. You will not waste resources. You will not waste opportunities. You will not waste time. Receive the wisdom. The wisdom of Noah. To 
build an ark to save your generation the wisdom of Moses to lead a generation unto the promised land receive the wisdom of Solomon to operate in wealth and honor and riches receive the wisdom of Abraham to be able to walk as a man of faith receive the wisdom of Abraham to instruct your children in the law and the ways of the Lord receive the wisdom of the mother of Moses to be able to preserve lives receive the wisdom of Joseph of Arimathea that in your days when people are in critical needs you will show up oh lord make us vessels make us conduit make us channels in the name of jesus continue Lift your voice and sing. Lift your two hands, somebody. Lift your two hands and receive grace. Lift your two hands and, and sing this song to the Lord from your heart. The glory of the Lord. The glory of the Lord. I want to see your glory in my life. The glory of God will be revealed. What they meant for evil. 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 The glory of the Lord will be revealed in it. He called Joseph, the son you as a slave. But I will make you a ruler. A ruler. A ruler. Listen, I remember Sister Ivy. I was going to share her story on the church page. I remember her story like something. This was a woman who used to come to church. When we're in the classroom, she would come to church. And she would come to church. The first day she came to church, she said, I forgot the prophecy. She said, I walked to her and I prophesied that 
God will change your story in the next five years. And she was like, I need help now. You are mentioning five years. And she was never sluggish in serving God. She was one of the most committed intercessors in this house. She will be praying, I show you a secret in this house. She will come to church early. She will stay with a close relative. The relative sacked her from the house. If they sack you from somewhere, you are not the first person. You will survive it. In the new bridge service, it's a wild message. She went to sleep in a kiosk around Manette Cottage. And one day, the place got burnt. I thought she died. When I heard the news, I was afraid. I called and called and called. She didn't pick. Somewhere, somehow, she found a way to call me. He said, Pastor, I survived the fire. Everything got burnt. And after the prophecy, it looked like things was going worse because she started fighting more with the person she was staying with. That led to her sacking. And then where she was sleeping, God burnt. I don't know who I'm telling this to, but keep the word of the Lord. Hold fast to the word. It works. Tell somebody the word works. And Goliath is a liar. Say, Goliath is a lie. One day, she was playing on Facebook. In your casual moment, may your miracle come to you. And then, somebody sent her a friend request. From Las Vegas. And this was her old time classmate. Long time in GSS. Like joke. The man said, I'm coming to Ghana for the first time in 20 something years. Why? Because I want to marry you. Ah. So when she came to tell me, you know me. I, I, naturally, I don't believe anything at any time. It takes a long time. But when she told me, immediately I said, the Lord is in this. Open up. Within months, less than six months, ah, the man came down, engaged her, married her, and took her to Las Vegas. They are doing well. I'm not saying you two do come for you. I share this with you because I know the God that is in this house. He will do it for you. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap, for friend. Are you clapping? Celebrate God with a shout of praise. A shout of praise. Hallelujah. Turn to somebody and say, Goliath is a lie. And God will remain true. Give God another clap, offering. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.